Welcome in everybody to our T to Green Winter Rules podcast presented by Golf Dojo. And that's what we are live at today at the Golf Do- Dojo Studios. And uh, our entire T to Green team is here. Brian Colesiel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Minas, Jeff Blank, our numbers and bets guy as well. Kevin, hello. Nice to be back on the air talking with you again. It's, uh, you know, good to, be, good to have all of us together. This is probably yeah. only second time, like, all, all year. Um as 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 meat was uh, saying before, what the hell are you do this fall? Maybe it was you. It was blank. Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, what are you yeah. doing this fall? I'm like, yeah, I'm taking my kid to hockey. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty much playing a lot of golf lately too, which is great. Well, which, the worst thing is my my children have also got the nickname meat, so it's not good. <laughs> yeah, I, I said meat. That's kind of like an inside <laughs> baseball. Yeah. Well, my last name's yeah. Meatus. Yeah, right. So people call me Meat, and my children have got that nickname. But yeah, we're. Uh, it's exciting to be back. Like, we took a couple weeks off, but it's good. To, this is the best time of year to play golf, so it's fun to uh, fun to get out and talk about golf and watch. Think about all the things that are going on in golf world right now. It's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, a couple things, by the way. Um, we are in the TD Green Studio area in Golf Dojo's original location. They're opening up a second location Correct. in Niagara Falls Boulevard. That's opening soon, right, Jeff? Yep. We're shooting for November 1st. We'll see. Awesome. Hopefully that's we'll be open by then. Yep. All right. So, uh, But one of the things that we're going to do, you're going to see more content from us. Uh, we're going to film some more tips. Uh, there's just going to be a lot of great golf-related content. And eventually, this first one's not there, mainly because... Somebody here forgot to bring the, the video equipment. That would be me. And I'm pointing the fingers at myself. We here. were all looking around. Yeah, no. Know, who like, was it? Was, was I supposed to? <laughs> the other thing I do is home project. So I was buried in a home. I was telling you about home project, by the way. If you're going to paint doors, do it before you hang them. That's Anyhow, another podcast. <laughs> yes, it's a whole other podcast. So anyways, uh, you know, this will be, there'll be a video form of this too. And then video tips and such. So excited but, about it. Yeah. yeah th- and thanks to, to our winter season. Yeah. 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 I agree. And thanks to, uh, to Golf Dojo for, for being a part of the podcast here. Uh, with our Winter Rules podcast, where we are here today, so exciting to uh, to see the development of that second location. And you know, as we get colder weather, we know the dojo is going to continue to rock, and we'll give you information about it uh, as we go over the course of our podcast. But uh, plus, we get long form, so we can talk about things without breaks and, and get you know, really dive into some topics that I'm looking forward to. Well, we're not opposed to other sponsors, so we do take breaks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Good stuff. Hint, hint. That's right. Well, our the big story of the golf week is going to be professionally is going to be the Ryder Cup uh, in Rome, the United States against Europe, and there's a lot of good storylines there. But before we get to that, we just mentioned playing golf and fall golf, and that means playing in what we think are great conditions. But, Kevin, we also know with playing in fall golf comes some other conditions that we were chatting about here before we got on here and pressed the record button. <laughs> yeah, so listen, you know, leaves fall here uh, where we play, and man, most places, right? The leaves fall off the trees. We don't need to get into why that is, you know. I'm not an earth scientist. But the question is, what happens if you hit your golf ball and you know what's just left of the fairway? There's leaves all over the place. You cannot find the ball. Is there such a thing as the leaf Rule, and I'm going to look at our resident professional Jeff Metis, a PGA professional, Jeffrey. It and, and I know what Blank uh, Golf Digest just did something on this recently. I don't know how recent it is. Okay, but yeah, they did. Like I, this conversation has been going on forever. There it's is, a great conversation. There is no leaf rule. So the conversation to me is, but it's there is no leaf rule by title. By title, there is no such rule called the leaf rule. You okay. can't go into the USGA rule book and look up leaf Correct. rule. Right, but the spirit of the leaf yeah. rule is not doesn't exist either. 
So the leaf rule isn't, I thought I hit it by this 150. There's a bunch of leaves here. I can't find it. Uh, I should get a free drop. That is not what the rule, that is not in the, within the rules of golf. Even if everybody thinks it's right here, it has to be known or virtually certain. You you looked up the terminology, right, Jeff? What you, is it? you hit it on the head. Known, known or, or virtually, virtually certain. certain. So and they, it has to be an abnormal ground condition. Leaves on the ground. Leaf, it's not fall, abnormal. It's not abnormal. As we discussed before, abnormal might be material piled for removal. You did some tree work, and there's some, some branches and stuff piled here. Or there is a big, huge pile of leaves that they leaf blew into the corner that they mean to pick up, and your ball shanked into there. Well, you know it's in there. You just... There's no way to get it. That That is known or virtually certain in an abnormal ground condition. That is not, I just can't find the ball because there's too many leaves around here. What if I play a lot of courses that just have natural abnormal conditions? Well, define abnormal conditions. They don't mark it. They don't spray paint it. They don't put rope around it, but there's craters. <laughs> oh. oh, ground under repair, what yes. you're saying. Yeah. Well, animal uh, holes. I mean, uh, I don't know uh, what these are. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, abnormal ground conditions are you know an animal hole or like there's a trenching going on or there's something that isn't that's peculiar to the facility at that time. It's not that if it's normally bumpy and normally ruddy and normally not pick, that's not abnormal ground conditions. Really? But by the rule, does it have to be marked? No, it no. wouldn't be marked. Now, abnormal ground conditions don't like if you hit a ball into a gopher hole, and you can say that you mm-hmm. get relief from that. Okay, so it, yeah. it doesn't have to be marked. Okay, I, I actually had that happen to me once at Fox. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, on number nine, I hit it, and there was, you know, there were animal burrowing marks right by the creek there, and I'm like, I saw the ball bounce. I, thought, I think I'm down in that hole. Yeah. I am not going to reach down there to, <laughs> you know, who the hell knows what it was. The problem is, you think. You're down in that All right, hole. Jeff, you know what? It was no, I was certain. Okay, known or virtually certain, yes. Virtu- I was virtually mm-hmm. certain. Okay. Those are the and key it, words to use, right? The terminology is important with any ruling in golf. Now is it on the player, or do you have to have agreement with the playing partner? Great question. Yeah, I, I would. It depends on the event, obviously, if you're playing by yourself, whatever. But if you're playing, your fellow competitor who's marking your card is the person who... Who decides that? And okay. that's that can be done with the group. He may not right. have seen the play or whatever. All right, let, let's just say you're out. Listen, we're still in posting season, right, Correct. for handicaps. Uh, so this is where the uh, – October the ex- 15th. Yeah, the experienced bagger goes out and just blows up some scores. There's no uh, such thing, but go on. No such thing as what, an, an experienced, experienced bagger? bagger? <laughs> it's a sandbagger. Okay. Anyhow, um, so let's say you're just out with your <laughs> – I still – Oh, never mind. What? I, no, go ahead. We have the long format, so I yeah. wanted to jump in on this all year. Yes, please. Who the hell is wanting to shoot high scores on purpose? I don't get it. Why they, would you want to do this? So you can win I shop credit. No. What, shop why? Credit. Don't you? Who? Who is doing this? Brian, you clearly do not play in enough uh, no, I tournaments don't. at the club. Uh, but why would you want to inflate your handicap? Aren't you trying to become the best golfer so you can be? Those of us with integrity and want to, like, I take, I try to get my handicap as low as I can. Like most golfers, I think yes. most people listening. But there are and golfers I, I, out there that want their handicap high so they can get uh, strokes in tournaments, so they can get uh, a skin, you know, or they right. can get, I, uh, yeah. you know, advantages in a tournament. And anyone who's ever played a competition, an invitation, whatever. 
you play a match and like I'm giving this guy three strokes. The thing Holy I smokes. would say as a PGA professional who ran events for thirty years, there are people like this. I've had lawsuits threatened against me when we put the canoe system on people because of the shame that was brought to them by having their handicap restricted or whatever it is. And I could name three or four guys when for years that as soon as they came in, I knew they were. You knew you know these players. You've known yes. these guys your whole. Yeah. You know they're over handicapped, and you know they're going to blow your tournament up. And I got in trouble one time because uh, one of my one of my little uh, my little smarmy little was, hey, congratulations to so and so on a net fifty four today. You know what the math says about the probability of shooting a net fifty? It's beyond comprehension. And he did it last time. He was here in August. And I got in trouble with the I, golf chairman. I guess it was his guess. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, no, I guess it's just very, it's tough for me to think that that would be more valuable to someone than trying to shoot the best that they possibly can. Because you're normal. Can. That's why. <laughs> well, you always hear Josh Allen will dig Aaron Rodgers a little bit. Yes. Came to the yes. There. That's yeah. about his handicap. Yeah. He did. Yeah. I, I, but I, so under, me, I understand right. why there's there's possibly something to gain by having your handicap go up because you may be getting more strokes in a, an, an upcoming event. I understand why. Get into the why, higher flight but if you know your yeah, like yeah. Yes. Legitimately, like, on the course, like, is there a moment where you're like, I'm going to try to not make this putt? Like, oh, it, yes. oh, yeah, Brian. Like, I guess oh I've never God. had that thought in my head. Matter, if it doesn't matter, you'll see guys three-tag yeah. them from six feet. So and, that's, yeah. why, on purpose. that's why yes. if you are in a match... <laughs> Against these guys, <laughs> and I do this. I go, that's good. You get putts. No, 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 Absolutely. no. I said, no, I already that's, gave it to you. That's going down yep. as that putt made. Well, I, I wanted to putt it. You can putt it all you want. You can practice it all you want. Right. That putt has been given. It was a 20-footer. Don't care. That's Your strategy. handicap's too high. We do that, too, in leagues. Same yes. Thing. You got to be smart about you got to give giving. them putts. And Absolutely. this is why I don't play in a, a lot of these events. Right. I hate this playing is why I'm glad I always played scratch. But I will say I this. I like playing without handicap. I'd rather lose by 10 straight up than get 10 and have it be yeah. fishy. I will say this about... On the sidebar of handicaps, I will say this about you know those two man matches. Like when they have a partner playing with them, I I think most players play better than their handicap. Like I, like so, oh my god, this guy's a thirteen and he shot two over. I'm like, well, he he's the next putt didn't matter. Like so they're yeah. playing with a little more gumption, and I, I I think guys are able to perform a little bit different. It means more, and they're not just they're maybe paying more attention. I don't know that it Play- means more or pays attention. There'll be no data that will. But but what I do think happens is if you have a partner who's a good player and is in the hole, it frees you up, or yeah, you might, or you know, he reads putts for you, right, or yeah, tells you, you, hey, don't go for it. Like you yeah. play this safe. Hit the I, seven iron here, yes. not the eight iron. I do th- yes. So I do think that's yeah. why some players perform better with that. All right, that being said, the original question was, great sidebar question, Brian. All right, so you're going out <laughs> this there. This is going to happen a lot. You're going out there with yeah. your group, your foursome. You're, you're, it's still posting season. So I, I'm not playing a match against blank. We're just going out to play. I wouldn't play him for money. I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is uh, we're shooting a score to post it, and I hit a shot. That is left, and we're virtually certain where it is. Do I take the drop? No. 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 Not not technically, not legally. No. But if I'm vir- it's virtually certain and known. How did you know? How was how it known or virtually certain where the ball was when you were 240 yards further back? I have LASIK. Okay. <laughs> but how would you use <laughs> that rule anyway? <laughs> Forget leaves. Yeah. Any acceptable, how would you know it that has from to 200 be, some uh, yards away? That's why you asked him, like, is it, how do you know it's in the gopher hole or how do you know yeah. it's in the twigs? Well, officially, right. I guess, unless you've 
see the ball, you wouldn't is, What know. about more probable than not? That is not. Like that. No, that's no, not no, real. Okay, not all right. Qualified. So that doesn't qualify. So the, forget it. So if you're in, the, if, you, if you think it's by a leaf at that area, if you take a drop there, a free drop, your that score doesn't count. You're in violation of that rule. You violation take max or whatever. All right, ball. but let, let's say you get up there, can't find the ball, and it's like, hey, I can't. Uh, you don't get a free drop. I still don't get a stroke drop. I have to go back and hit from the original spot. It's a lost ball. In right? concept, it is. And that's not what 99% of people are going to do, though. They're going to no, drop one. I'm right, going to tell you yeah. what most guys are going to do because it's crazy. Hey, buddy, we all know it's there. Just drop and let's play. They had the uh, state mid-am at Craigburn this week. Yes. They, by the way, Billy Haynes, congratulations. Back-to-back. Yep, Back-to-back, back. Back yep. yep. And he's a Craigburn member. Good for him. Nice win. But um, there's no leaf rule there that week. Follow me? Like, So if they hit it in the left rough and can't find it and they think it's under – doesn't matter. You have to All go right. back to the team. But it's what happens if do. they hit it in the heather there that it's and it was cut? Now the, I think the heather was still up there, but they do mow their heather yep. at, at points. That's not an a, that's an abnormal course condition. No, that's normal course conditions. No, when they cut their heather, their normal course conditions is heather. Yeah, you're you're conflating terms that don't shouldn't be conflated together. It, it, it's abnormal course conditions. It's temporary. It's okay. not it's intentional. Not, it's not, they cut yeah. the grass on purpose. So that was yeah, ten, the grass is cut. It's always yeah. there. Abnormal is when things are piled or there's some work being done or there's... Gotcha. There's, so bottom line is there's no leaf rule this fall, No, ladies and gentlemen. Well, hold on. Not Whoa. this fall. Hold on. There is a little bit. If you are playing in some level of a tournament, there could be a committee for that tournament. You are to check with the committee to see if the leaf rule applies, if we're calling it a they leaf rule. They can make a local rule. They can make a local rule. Um, you can do the same thing at your course if you're posting around. Say, hey, yeah. does this course recognize a local rule around leaves? And, they, and that that's true. So that the committee true. can, yeah, the committee can create such rule that would have to be on the rule sheet or, deter, or, or announce for on the first play. tee for tournament play before the round begins. So I personally think if you and have a foursome, you should come to an agreement before you tee off. That's, that's just me. Uh, you actually, you can't do that because that's yeah. the agreement to violate the rules, and that's a violation of the rules. Oh, man. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> I, think, I think I like We can go down that. all kinds of rabbit holes yes. with the rules. Yeah. That's why, uh, yeah. A different sure. rabbit hole. We're not going to go down here, but. I think out of bounds should be eliminated from the rules of golf, but that could be controversial. We'll, we'll stroke that another time. Stroke and distance is too it's penal. Just I agree. Too, you don't need percent. it. Save yeah. that for another time. Another time. All <laughs> right, Brian. Speaking of rules, yes. Okay. So I had the uh, great fortune of playing Oak Hill last week, and uh, I mean it's it's East Course. East Course, yeah. It's West awesome. is just as amazing. Yeah, yeah, West is great. East Course. Um, you know, you just, you just can't miss there, right? It's just, it'll destroy you. But on the second hole, I, uh, I, I hit a little fader that went into the fairway bunker. It didn't hit driver to avoid the bunker and it still got it in the bunker. And the caddy for caddy goes, ah, 140. And I'm like, there's this giant wall in front of me. That's a high lip. And it got, where's well, two of us in the bunker. The other guy got out, like, and ended up near the green. I'm like, well, he can, now he's also 28 years old and, you know, you know, a lot of speed and probably hit a pitching wedge. I had an eight in my hand. I'm like, man, ah, but yeah, I'm going to go for it. And um, lost the ball. Under Victor the Hovland. Lip. Victor Hovland. <laughs> like, I heard it hit the stack's odd face, and I'm like, is it up in the air? And they're like, no, it's in there. It was like noodling for a catfish. And we couldn't which, find it. Which a lot of people can't relate to, Kev. Yeah, well, a lot of people can't. <laughs> if you've ever seen the shows, I've never, never seen the shows where they go in the river and they're like in the catfish hole. And 
three of us stuck our hands in, in what we felt was the entry point and no could not find the golf ball. That's what you got to do. I had to drop again. Yeah. yeah. Stroke and distance. Stroke and distance. Who was the other guy in the PGA Championship that did that? It was Hovland, and wasn't there another I one? It was Hovland on 16. Three? And then Connors did it on Saturday. Connors, Connors did yeah, the same Saturday. hole on 16. I yeah. can, I can, t- well, guess what? It happened later in the round. The other guy was in the bunker. He did it also on hole 17. So you got that in common with tour players. That's well, <laughs> The next time I see Victor Hovland, I can't wait to tell him, like, <laughs> hey, hey dude, did I did it. I did it on number two. Yes. You know, <laughs> what what kind of look is he going to give you after yeah. that one? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be like, yeah, a little. Like, he'll give Thanks you for bringing that up. Smile. And he's, he's, a nice, like, he's a nice guy. Well, he won the FedEx Cup. He's yeah, good, he, right? He's fine. Yeah, he and uh, he had a little more on the line than I did, right? Mine was just pride. But I just wanted to share, like, everybody's wondering, how could Victor Hovland do that? It. I saw it happen twice in a round. Oh. Pretty easy to do there. I've seen him go up in trees and knock him down also. Yep. So and speaking happens. of Hovland, yeah. he obviously is amongst the stars on that European team that's going to host the United States later this week uh, in Rome. Uh, that includes Roy McIlroy, John Rahm, Victor Hovland. That's probably the big three uh, on the European team. Uh, and they've got a set of rookies, as do the United States, uh, led by Scotty Scheffler and uh, you know some of our the other good players on the United States team, Kev, that... Uh, we know the the names that have been known for past Ryder Cups on the U.S. side, like Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, maybe a controversial captain's pick. Uh, he's in there as well. And then there's some newcomers as well. Uh, we see Max Homa for the first time, Wyndham Clark for the first time. I don't think Brian Just, Harmon for the first time. Yeah, I don't think Justin Thomas is as controversial as everybody. I don't think so either. Right? No. The guy finished 71 mm-hmm. in the FedEx Cup standings. Like he made this great push and nearly made the playoffs. Any other year, this wouldn't even be talked about because well, he would have been in the FedEx Cup playoffs. And, that, then and there's a reason for captain's picks. If you just want to go with the rankings, then just get rid of the captain's picks. Right. But there's a point. There's a strategic piece of this that Zach Johnson gets yes. to. The biggest piece of the captain's picks being expanded from what it was from two to three to now six, a big push for that was to take the players that were playing hot late and had been yeah. really doing well in the playoffs. Billy Horschel, that one year when he won the FedEx Cup championship, won two of those events, won those last two, didn't get in because the captain's picks were already made. So they pushed it back and added more picks. And Ryan Moore was that first, like the following, yes. the, the two years later, Ryan Moore was the hot guy mm-hmm. that they put on the Ryder Cup team. Which then, I'll counterpoint you and say, Justin Thomas was not playing great golf yeah. leading into these captain's picks. So what's the argument for... JT beyond experience. Uh, the argument for JT is he's a killer. Period. Like in yeah, the, the room, he's good in the room too. And well, there's two arguments from number one. The, there's got to be a performance argument, and the guy has all the tools. Yes, struggled a bit, uh, was off, but started to come into form um, and nearly made it. Right? I mean, didn't just accept his fate. Fought like hell to play. Number two is. The guys love him, and he and Jordan Spieth make a hell of a team. So uh, I think that matters a lot. Can I, think, I add number three? Yes. Yes, please. Data. Six, two, and one. That's yeah, his record uh, in the There you go. Yeah. Is he it, wins. Is it more of a, a surprise pick than Ludwig Adberg? Ludwig Aberg. Sorry. Yeah, my point exactly. Or, you yes. know, 23-year-old, one-tour win on European tour. Great player. But he just luck. won on the European tour. Right, yeah. Um, showing good form lately. But I think yeah. it was a smart pick by... Uh, by Europe, um, you know, their team looks weaker, right? And this guy's an up-and-comer stud. He'll bring some energy to it. You've got to, 
you got to start bringing new players in, right? New Give blood the in. Experience. Give yep. them the experience. So it doesn't mean he's got, you know, they have to put them out there. Every day. I mean, I think in theory, right, they only have to, you got to put them out there at least once. The finals. Yeah. The, yeah. Single the finals. Day. The single, single match, match yeah. right? I mean, right. you have Unless to play there's an injury, then he doesn't. Yeah, you're going to play him beforehand. Yeah. I mean. Everybody well, plays in the singles, yes. Yeah. They're talking about him as a potential top 10 player in the world eventually. I mean, he's right. got superstar yes. talent. I think like you got it. The upside is just. Yes. But John Rahm was obvious he was going to be a top 10 player in the world. When Same he with this dude, man. Yeah, yeah. And I think so too, but yeah. You mentioned getting some new blood in there. We know with what happened with Liv that there was a automatic changing of the guard in some sense because of what the European team decided to do, which was that they did not allow Liv players to go. I think this actually timing-wise probably was the right time anyway, whether it was the Westwood, Garcia, Keimer, Stenson crew that had been playing what seems like for forever remember, like in remember Stenson was a captain yeah. yes he was and yeah. then they removed him right but that crew was a part of European team for just for you know 20 years here this crew yes. uh, and many of it which was a thorn in the side of the USA being really successful um, you know Poulter would Poulter yes. have been a captain's pick uh, with his current play had he stayed a member of the PGA Tour Debatable. You could say the same thing about Garcia, yeah. but maybe they tried to, tried to bribe his way into yes. the Ryder Cup. Yeah, what the hell that. was that? He tried to. He was going to pay more than the fines. He was going to pay the fines. Yeah. The uh, European Tour levied on him, but yeah, he wanted to. He yeah. wanted to play. But it seemed it seemed like it Listen, was the time Rob to move on from that there. Well, hold on, right. but like if the European team did what the USA team did, I think Sergio would be on the squad. Yeah, the difference is in the tour rules, is right. Yeah, he well, could he could they, not they have because he wasn't a member well, of the tour. Here, here's the difference: the tour, the the DP World Tour runs, runs the Ryder it, Cup for the, Europe, the where the PGA of America, of America runs yeah, for the United States. Yeah. For the United States, mm-hmm. so they make their own rules. So they they made their rules knowing that they wouldn't be able to select these guys. Right? And, yeah, and, and they were fine. And with that's it. what they decided to do. That's what they yeah. can do. Right? I mean, that's there, uh, it's such a fine margin for error to like pick in between him and whoever would have been like. Adberg, how do you, I don't even know the Aberg. guy. Aberg. Ludwig Aberg, yeah. yeah. Hey, guy's probably a great player. How is he? De- he might be better than he's probably better than Sergio right now. Yeah, he I mean Sergio's not form. what he. Sergio's not you know not what, what he, he was. was. No. What you don't but, know is how he is under pressure. But Correct. That, that type of pressure. But Sergio under pressure. I mean, the guy isn't he the greatest Ryder Cup performer? Most Sergio? points won. Most points won ever on either side, right? Yes. Not Tiger. No, it's now. Sergio Garcia. I mean, he's Mister Ryder Cup. That's the. That's the. The and tough part kind of, of all the, this, right? That's why Justin Thomas is kind of on the team. Same idea, but showing better form than Sergio yeah. did going into it. But yeah. the American side, you know, the players, you know, Zach Johnson's time, we listened to the players, and they said, we want Kepka. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, and that's also, why Kepka's on the team. And that also seemed to be the theme of why they wanted Thomas, for going to your point. They, they like him in the room. He's very likable. Keegan Bradley even was vocal saying, like, I'm not in that click, that yeah. group. It wasn't like, that interesting. I even tried to maybe get into that, Jeff. Like, he's like, I tried to open up to be basically like I tried to be more friendly to them, be more of a friend yeah. in that cr- circle. Didn't do well with um, it, apparently. And it didn't do well enough, obviously. But even you, though Bradley's game probably on paper was good enough to be a selection. Oh, it absolutely was. Yeah. Yeah. But you mentioned the third in the side, Ian Poulter. When he was picked as a captain pick, he was not performing well. 
No, I mean, right. for the most part, most of those years he was not, and every time he would come to the Ryder Cup and absolutely yeah, destroy the American. But he could putt, man. He could putt Ooh. under pressure. He Loved would raise it. his game for sure. Well, yeah, when we look at and Kepka was the PGA champion. Yeah, it's a good point by the PGA of America. So, if, oh, if I anybody, don't think if yeah, if he doesn't win the PGA, I don't think he's on the team. It might and it not because of the pick. yeah, not because of anything the PGA of America uh, did. I just don't think guys, you know, he might not be top ten in points though at that point. If he that's what I'm win, saying. Yeah, he wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know if he'd be considered. Yeah, because yeah, he might be thirtieth in points. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because if he doesn't win, he had blown the Masters. Right. Wow. Roughly, eh, he had a. Pretty bad final round, but blown the Masters and didn't win the PGA. I mean, where would he sit? I mean, Bryson might have a better chance. Bryce, the Bryson argument is actually, I mean, he shot sixty or something. Or Fifty-eight. Yeah, he's won. He's won twice. He just yeah. won. He just yeah. won this past. He won this past week. Was won this past week and, was, this past week and yeah. was. He's also in the unpopular to play with category with his peers, though. Yeah, if, if Bradley is not getting in because maybe he's not a friend to Spieth and Thomas and these guys, there is no way Bryson's going to get in because. Bryce Come on, him, him and Brooks are buddies now, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, I, you know, it's interesting. Keegan Bradley, that was interesting. Um, his comments, right? Said basically, I gotta make it on merit now. That's how he's. He gonna said, make "I it. view that like I have to make the top six now to to get it on the automatic." You got no one to blame but yourself. Hey, that you know the rules. You know you had to be in the top six, right? So, he's, well, he's accepting reality. I think that's reality for him. Yeah, I mean he's he's been on the team before. True. Right? Paired with Mickelson, by the way. Yeah. But you know, listen, I, I which is a whole nother podcast. I, <laughs> no, but here's the the thing. I don't want people to come away thinking like Keegan's a bad guy. Keegan's a good dude. Like he's He you stays know. to himself though. Yeah, he's you know Yeah. Just you kinda goes about his business, whatever, and um He's not chatting anybody up during his rounds, is he? He's just he walks. No, he talks no, he talks right? to guys and stuff, yeah. But you know, there's the. Are you going to dinners? Are you? You know, he's not taking pictures you on know, boats. With there's all those the inner guys. circle, and yeah. the, you know, it's always good. Inner circles are great when you're inside the circle. When you're outside the circle, I guess it's not great. But I don't. I don't think it's as. Um, I, you know, I guess I don't know because I'm not in the circle. Yeah, good point. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's the one who know. He's the one who said it, so he knows. Like, hey, but all it's right. going to be so exciting anyway, and it's always really, really good golf. I just watched a lot of that Solheim Cup this week. Oh, really got me motivated for this. I want to say yeah. one more thing about Keegan, if I can. And then we touch Solheim. I think if it were on American soil, I think he might have been considered more because you know he's a he drives a golf, but he hits it plenty far, but he's not as accurate. I've always thought him as a, a good driver of the golf ball. But I think for where they got to be, I think, you know, that's where Justin Thomas's game is better, right? Yeah. His, his wedge game is really good. Who would you have taken out, though? Still look at this list. Well, I'm just saying, I'm like, if you're going to consider, if Sam you're just going to consider on the merits of that, mm-hmm. right? There you go. The pictures of the rough look gnarly for what we've seen so far from that course in Rome. And oh, if I'm Europe, yeah, I'm yeah. setting this thing up to be... Target, target practice. Narratives are interesting. I'm a data guy, right? Yep. So no, the don't let the facts ruin my story. I gotta, I gotta go with the facts <laughs> here. The data says differently when we talk about tight fairways, long rough. You look at the top three guys, and of all the players between Europe and the United States in driving accuracy, U.S. has the top three. And I, I, Colin Morikawa, Brian Harmon, Patrick Cantlay. 
So it's just interesting. The narrative is going to get pushed, right? Long, rough, t- narrow fairways, those See, three guys. And I don't buy it because you're still all playing the same golf course. So you can set it up however you want. I still got to play better than you today yeah. when I'm playing against you. It doesn't matter. However you set the course up, we're both playing the same course. We just got to get the ball in the hole. And you can do whatever you want. Say it's. I'm sure there may be some advantage gleaned. Maybe if you study the data and you do stuff, but I think it's so nominal and so small, and I still think it's about me beating you, putting on my shoes, and just going out there and beating you. And that's that's what's going to have to happen. And whoever wins, yeah, they're so closely matched. He's the best players in the world. Listen, they're so close. Solheim Cup, though. Oh yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was uh, cool. The, one of my favorite thing about it was the first hole. They started with a drivable par four. Yep. That was incredible theater. Here's what I don't like. I don't like how it ends. I mean, come on. In a tie? There's got to be a sudden death here, right? There's got to be something. There's got to be something to win the cup, retain the cup, win the cup. We can't. Well, it's 14-14. Thanks for coming. Like, no. Ryder Cup has the same rules. I I know, but. You'd want them both changed. uh, how, How unsatisfying is that, right? All right, we've got a tie. We are going back to hole right. one, and we're going to do it like we do a shootout in the NHL. First up for Team Europe, and remember, you guys play How the whole. How incredible hole. would that be? That would be awesome. Yeah, pick one player. You pick one player. You pick one player and it's to go. Time. And it would have to be something quick because, as we know, everything's based upon and television and things like that. And so U.S., you're on foreign soil, so you got to send your player first. Rosang off the team. Rosang goes, and then boom, Done. Europe gets to answer. I'm like, man, that would be incredible. And I yeah. do think it'd be cool if they could find a way to get the Solheim Cup kind of paired up with the Ryder Cup yeah. in some way, shape, or form. So, because it, it just draw more eyeballs to it because it was really cool golf to watch. Would you, same venue? You could do it in the same venue. In the same agree, venue yeah. maybe the week before. Back-to-back back weeks? Yeah, back-to-back back weeks. Yeah, I don't think you do it concurrently. You can't do it concurrently. No, and no. Stacey Lewis, captain of the, the U.S. team, she mentioned that, that it was a lost opportunity not to not, maybe not merge, but to have some alignment between the two. There was one major, I want to say what, Couple of years ago, where the opens were back, the U.S. opens were back to back weeks at Pinehurst, weren't I wasn't remember it? that? Yes, yes, where yes. the where the men, yes. recently. the men went first recently, and then yeah. the ladies went second. Is that Pinehurst? And it I th- was it Pinehurst? I think it was Pinehurst. Number it was back to back, yeah. And wasn't, I think it wasn't Pebble? No, I think it was no. Pinehurst. Was no, because the no, it, was it was at Pebble yeah. for the first time this year for the women. I got you. Okay, and I and that was interesting because there was that buildup of you know what is it. You get excited about the course, you watch the course, and then you can do it again for the following week. As far as like the USGA goes, that was a lot of their build out. They don't have to do it twice; it's only once. So in that sense, that's it's, it's kind of nice. The, that the they drawback do that. there is if you have weather. So say you got fifty thousand people walking around the rough for the ladies' event for seven days, and then the man, it rains and it's yeah. still muddy and messy. And yeah, but then you got to have normal course conditions, Jeff, uh, and you can yeah. just take. That's it. right. You can just take it really <laughs> and move on. However, I will say this: always looking Remember, for the loophole. Remember, the amount of actual golf shots hit at the Ryder Cup compared to a normal tour event is Way smaller. Is yeah. a, a fraction. If you know, it's like but the crowds are five percent yeah. on the sides. You're yeah. right, but on the on the physical course, the amount of shots hit. The I course mean, will be fine. It's the yeah. periphery and the f- infrastructure around it. Right. And the if it gets beat up with a bad weather week, yeah, yeah. that's true. You know what the cool thing about these events are? To see how much the pros um, buy into it, right? To yeah. represent their country, to win this thing. You know, I know on the men's side, at least they get money towards charity, right? There's some kind of – they get a travel stipend too. You know, they – These guys don't <laughs> have to worry about the money there, yeah. No, I, I know, but, but – 
from a sport where they're just going out to try to win by themselves and, and make as much money as possible and all these things, and they, they come together and do this, it's really cool. Are you saying they don't have the USA basketball mentality heading into the Ryder Cup? Well, no, they'll be there next year. They're just not here this year for the World Championships. Yeah, yeah. But I, I you know, it is cool, and it I didn't follow. I, I didn't follow. I didn't follow this year. I mean, the best players don't play for USA basketball. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. An afterthought. This yeah. is a premier event. For well, the, this is a, the World Championships, so though. Don't they do it every year? They do. Yeah. Yeah. So if I, you know, but you're lo- I mean, LeBron's not going. Yeah, He's right. Going next no. year to the Olympics. The Olympics, so. yeah, Olympics, I get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. even that tailed off for a while. At least, well, because it, it kind of, you know, the dream team and who yeah. wanted to go to China. But um, I, I do think <laughs> that's when they didn't go to the Olympics because it was, was it in China? China the one year. Who wants to go play hey. basketball in China? Right, <laughs> Shanghai's nice. I don't know. I thought you were talking about the golfers not going to Brazil because uh, of that mosquito that was all around. Uh, that might oh, the Zika too. was that the Zika the virus? Zika virus. I don't know. That was but yeah. It, that was a different. Well, cool. I think part that was the first one, right? Was yes. Brazil the first Olympics? I think a lot of players were like, well, eh, they regret not going. And then they saw how it was received, and the players who went, and I think a lot of guys are like, well, should have went. Yeah, oh, represent yeah. your country, right? Be cool. And so few but get that's to go. What they're per doing country. in the Ryder Cup, and that's why they're fired up. You know, that's why everybody goes to the Ryder Cup, and it's like you were just talking about earlier. Hey. This is the coolest event in golf. If you could play in one of it, I mean, the four majors, the Masters, whatever. But uh, if I could qualify for the Ryder Cup, that's a career achievement. That's not just, that means you were good enough throughout two years to represent your country in the biggest golf event there is. You talk about, I mean, you talk to these guys. They're nervous on the first tee. They're never more nervous than they are on the first tee of the Ryder Cup. All right, so who wins? According to the betting odds, it's very close. United States is minus 110, which is basically even mm-hmm. and Europe's plus 120 so it's it's very close they're giving the U.S. a minimal edge well there's no way I'm picking against the U.S.A. no offense yeah you know I'm an American American yeah <laughs> but I don't know if that's my heart or my mind but I just think it's so close to call I just think the United things. States has not won in Europe in 30 years correct hey those things happen yeah nobody the, scored 70 points until the uh, Dolphins did this weekend either for yeah, a while yeah true I'm picking, oh. I'm picking the U.S. I think Colin Morikawa is the name to watch. Morikawa four and zero at last. The last. I think his top. game sets up the best out of any player for this yeah. course. So, well, since well, I am just uh, I'm just saying who I think is going to win. There, there are no other ancillary things involved here. Okay, it's right. a word Brian used. Um, <laughs> not allowed to talk about betting. Okay, boys. Um, but anyway, um, who I think is going to win? I, you know. I, you look at strength of team, I like the U.S. I just think they're they're more experienced together. You know that those things certainly matter. Top to bottom, I think they're top a to bottom. Better. They're yeah, strong, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, they. But listen, Europe. They always, got Rob. Europe always comes through with some surprises here. So yeah, it's going to be tight. You know, it's going to be tight on Sunday when it comes down to the singles matches. It always does, and that's what you want. Yeah. Or, yeah oh, exactly. believe me, NBC yeah. wants it, right? Yeah. TV wants it. Well, yeah, I mean, when you're playing against John Rahm and Roy McIlroy, they could just dominate. What what singles match do you want to see the most? On Sunday? On Sunday. What singles match do I want to see the most? I want to see Rahm and Justin Leonard started off uh Justin uh, Leonard not Justin I don't Leonard. think he's playing <laughs> he, that would be an issue <laughs> you, you didn't really you didn't specify Justin so. Thomas sorry Justin Thomas. I want to see him JT go out and uh, anchor the team JT against, against John Rahm Sunday morning first match okay I like that one 
I want to see Scheffler against uh, uh, McElroy. That'd be fine. Kapka against McElroy. Oh, that would be a good one. That would be. Yeah. There's gonna be. There's gonna be. All the pairings are good. Like yeah. that's the whole thing. Like every match you look at is gonna be cool to watch. I think Europe. Can oh, <laughs> I didn't say anything yet. I just think Europe, even though they've got four rookies, we don't know as much about some of them. You mentioned obviously. Aber, you want to see that Robert McIntyre Brian Harmon match, don't you? McIntyre, McIntyre is a good player. I mean, he's been involved. He, you know, obviously, he almost won the Scottish Open. Rory took it from him. Um, Straka has been a good player this year. I think. Um, you know, Justin Rose can be fiery out there too. I think he can play well. I just, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm arguing for the scenario of how Europe wins this. Fleetwood is money in this event. It, these last two Wet Rider Cups, remember him and Molinari went undefeated. Lowry's tough. There's a lot of so. Yeah. And right now, if you were going to say the top of the Europe team and the top of the United States team, the top of the European yeah, team is better. playing better right it now. It is better. McElroy, yes. Rom, and Hovland have been playing better golf. And all those guys have been playing a lot. And yes, a lot over there's there been, in the World Tour. There's been some events going on. Yes, so including if, their BMW, the big yes, one. Yep. If Europe wins because their top players beat the U.S.'s top players, like I'm not going to be surprised by that. And then the mid-tier players, if, if Fleetwood and Hatton, who's also been good, <sighs> if Fleetwood and Hatton and Fitzpatrick... I don't like Fitzpatrick, but I know. But I'm saying he's been playing his 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 second half of the year has been better. Fitzpatrick's got to play Spieth, right? Get a little rematch of that. uh, If those guys beat the (laughs) mid-tier U.S. guys again, I'm not going to be surprised. I I think the U.S. team is has the best chance that they have to win in Europe in a long time. I think the U.S. will win. If I was picking one, I'm still laughing at Hatton. Just thinking about four balls, or like who do you put with Hatton? You got to put somebody with him that's (laughs) calm, right? Exactly. You got to put like a Lowry or somebody like that. Somebody yeah, I was going to say Lowry cool. would be great with yeah. Tyrrell. Yeah. yeah, those two together might be a great pairing. Interesting quote I heard that was repeated. I, I listened to an interview from uh, one of the podcasts. I can't remember, but Dave Sampson, who redesigned the course in 2017, a lot of people are calling this Augusta on steroids because of the elevation changes. Um, I don't know if it's going to come out in the television, but it's going to be a long walk for those guys. They're fit. Yeah, they're, they're fit. Friday and Saturday are. The two sessions where they have a morning session and an afternoon session. One session is alternate shot, which they call foursomes. Don't get confused on the TV. Some of the people Broadcast. hit some of the time. That's how you differentiate. Yes. And then the four ball is the best ball. Right. That's, ball yep. that's Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday, everybody plays, and it's singles. So there will be four players that sit out per session in that Friday, Saturday, foursomes and four ball. Uh, and then that's where they have to make it. And then on Sunday, it's 12 v. 12, single, or, you know, one-on-one, but you all know, 12 play. We can keep the confusion of four ball and foursomes as verbiage for the International Cup. We can't keep all square for a match. Yeah. <laughs> tied. <laughs> we've, got to, we've got to dumb it down to tied. That's right. And I used so to like stupid. saying all square. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We can't say dormy anymore. They can't uh, say dormy I think either. dormy's out also. Is there a reason? Yeah, because people, you know, we got to dumb make it down. it easier. Oh. That's why we can't yeah. have. That's why we can't have the FedEx Cup champion be the real champion. Do they still they got to adjust the score because people can't keep track. Do they still use thirty love in tennis? You're a tennis guy. Actually, yes, they still, they still use. Okay, so I, 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 I will on that FedEx Cup thing. Yes. I'm going to defend what they do because I think it makes it clear where anybody can win. There were guys who'd enter the Tour Championship with zero chance of winning, 
even if they won the tournament, yeah. they have zero chance. So now you can you can make up ten strokes over four rounds. Yeah, if you're, if you're playing. Yeah, so that I I like yeah. what they did there. I do. Because never going to be perfect. It's if like it's every truly other sport. a playoff, right? If it's truly a playoff, right. you, you sh- and you make it to the championship game. I'm not spotting the. Yes. Uh, Tom Brady Patriots, they don't right. get 20 nothing, uh, you know, they don't get 20 points, you know, like, Agreed. so, yeah. That's I, the whole I, point of a playoff. Yeah, if it any, doesn't, if doesn't anything, always mean the best team from the season wins the title, and that's, yeah, it's not always. There's, there's a case for, for sure. maybe, the case for maybe all 30 players just start at zero. Yeah, if right? you, if you make it, yeah, if you, you make, make it, it to the, the, the final, they all start at zero. But I think it's much better than it used to be. I think it is. Better. Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's more clear. Not only the players, but, but the fans I'm saying, and everybody. I, I was I wasn't saying. And I, by the way, I the wasn't last saying I disagree. I was saying more oh. so. That's the reason they did it. Oh, because right? the last two years they wanted to make it clearer for people to be able to follow. Scotty Scheffler's gone in as the number one guy, right? Yeah. Sorry, Scotty. Both times, you, both times, ten under and did not come out the champion. All right, didn't play well enough in the last event. Right. So yeah. the season long awards the player of the year. Player of the Year award. This yeah, is but, a different. But it, it doesn't beast. come with a. Doesn't come with well, a check. Okay. Well, neither does NFL MVP. Well, maybe it does. I don't know. Yeah. But they get some money. They get that. And what that? Uh, what's the money they call now? The PIP. PIP. PIP money, right? Yeah. Yes, that's but true. That doesn't necessarily correlate to how you no. play. Throughout I don't the think year. it's as much as winning the FedEx. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I'd rather get <laughs> the FedEx. Money. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, good deal. Not have to deal with that. Yeah. Anyway, so Ryder Cup Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Enjoy that. I like that. Anyway, shut up, guys. He's uh, great at transition. <laughs> My transitions are uh, trying to make him less obvious. We said we're going right? to go a half hour. Where do we go? 50 minutes? I don't even know. More. <laughs> Where do we at? Is the, tra- <laughs> the train run off the, the track? This the is going to happen a lot. The timer shut off. <laughs> okay, <laughs> awesome. We probably got cut off like 10 minutes ago. On yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway, this has been our inaugural edition for the 2023 season of the Winter Rules TD Green Podcast presented by Golf Dojo as we are here in the Golf Dojo TD Green Studios. Uh, Jeff Metis, thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Enjoy the conversation. Yes, that was great. Yeah. Jeff Blank, thank you. I abide by the leaf rule. Jeff, will we see uh, your Blank's bets for the Ryder Cup? Can we have Ooh, them? can we? Sure. I know I'm throwing you on the air without yeah, even talking. I'll scramble and get it together. Yeah. Can we do it for the Ryder Cup? Yeah. I think people would love sure. it. Absolutely. Okay, I just gave you extra I have work. a question yeah, for Blank. Sorry about that. It's all good. I yes. got a question for Blank. Have you won any money on football this year? Uh, it's kind of week to week, right? Last week was really good. This week, not so good. It's kind of like the golf, up and down. Peaks and valleys. I don't, know, I don't do a model for that, so I'm I'm trusting other people. Okay, so I can blame them. If I All right. Football. That's why I don't gamble. Yes, it's a good it's a good thing to follow, <laughs> Jeff. I agree. All right, that puts a wrap on our Winter Rules podcast. Be sure to uh, follow us on our social media handles: Instagram and Twitter X at T to G X Buffalo. X. For Kevin Sylvester, Jeff Blank, Jeff Meadis, I'm Brian Colesiel. Talk to you next time right here on T to Green on our Winter Rules podcast.